Welcome to The Horse, a show hosted by longtime Yukoners Dan Bushnell and Jenny Hamilton. On this show, we talk to a diverse collection of people about living in the Yukon, what brought them here, why they stay or have left, but mostly, we like to talk about what truly makes them tick. So sit back, relax, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show coming to you from the Yukon's capital, Whitehorse, or as it's known to the locals, The Horse. I think I found a, a podcast that I forgot to edit and put out, so I'll have to do that soon. This is what uh, happens hilarious. when you edit your own shit. <laughs> hilarious. So, yeah, there might be a random one from September, folks, but... Who knows what it says? Maybe, uh, it's a, maybe it's a hidden gem. Maybe. Maybe it's from last year. Maybe I'm putting out two of the same and I just can't remember. I am of that age now. These little Andy's motherfuckers. Right. Becky's getting Christmas. I'm like, okay, we are still heading towards Halloween, so. I But there's been, no candy in town that I can find. I've done really good over the last few years with Halloween where I haven't eaten any Halloween candy. I couldn't find any. Canadian Tire? Yeah, it's empty. It's all Christmas stuff. Like, I went into Walmart uh, second, no, first or second week of September, and they had Christmas shit out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Canadian Tire does now because we're a couple weeks into October, but... Well, Canadian Tire had started putting Halloween shit out mid-September. Right. Which is... Okay. I get it. It's a month. A month and a half. Yeah. But why are we bringing Christmas shit out at the end of August? It's too soon. It is. I find Christmas hard to deal with anyways. Don't give it to me six months early. I don't like Christmas. I, I like the idea of it, but it, I no, I don't. There's the stuff I like about Christmas. I like Christmas trees. I like Christmas lights. I like tinsel. Right. I like the decorations. Yeah, me too. I um I like Christmas dinner. I like overeating. Right. I don't like the sense of obligation. Right. I don't like being like um I don't like having the ability to say no to an invitation removed from me. Right. Because you have to go because it's Christmas. Because it's well, the, you know, last year was COVID was a perfect excuse. We had a great dinner. It, it was, was just Becky's folks and it us. It was amazing. We put, we were being safe with all the family. They did their own dinners. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. And then I mean, like, so there's aspects I like about Christmas, but I don't like the obligation. Yeah. I don't like the commercialism. Right. I um, I don't like people going into debt. That's a big thing. You know, make yeah. me a present. Yeah. Or don't even give me or a present. Or don't give me shit. Yeah. Just say hi. Give me a call and tell me you're thinking of me. Exactly. I'm totally good with that. Yeah. But we're also over the age of uh, children. <laughs> when I tell the nieces and nephews, hey, I've been thinking of you, click. <laughs> That's not enough, I'm told. I got grandchildren, so. Yeah. Yes. There's some obligation there, but honestly. It's not much. When you're the grandchild. Right. Of multiple divorces. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, like Christmas is either awesome or horrifying. You know, the thing with it is that like the one grandson mm-hmm. has uh, four pairs right. of grand of grandparents. Yes. That is a ridiculous load of presents. Right. He's one of those kids that I've seen at Christmas say Enough. Can I just go and play? Do I have to keep opening presents? 
You know, which is, that's too far. (laughs) It's too far. Sarah and I were like, you know what, we have to start like. Culling. You know, we're like, let's give presents, uh, let's give experiences. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Right. Let's take him somewhere and do a thing with him. Yeah. Let's like, let's give him an experience for Christmas. Yes. You know. But let's talk about my favorite holiday, which is coming up, which is Halloween. Yay. <laughs> you just like scaring people. I do. I love to make people laugh, but making them fucking scream is, it makes me laugh. So there's the joy. Mm-hmm. Yes. I um. I used to be a way bigger fan of Halloween. Right. And where it slipped a little bit for me. Yeah. Was, um. I felt like for years, because I quit drinking for 20 years. Right. And I felt like every single adult, and I use the term adult loosely. Like over 18. Yeah, over physically. 18 party <laughs> that I was invited to or went to or whatever Halloween event I was going to. Right. It was just an excuse to be drunk in a costume. Oh, absolutely. And uh, which was great when I was when I was drinking. Yeah. But when you're sober. Not so much fun. Being around drunk people when you're sober <clears throat> sucks. Oh, yeah, it does. It sucks. Because let me tell you something, everybody, (laughs) you're not interesting when you're drunk. No, you're repetitive. You're repetitive and everything you say is stupid. And any sober person's going, hmm, I'm listening, but I'm watching to make sure you're not falling down. And you think you got some shit to say. Right. And you think you're hilarious and you think you've made some some revelations. Right. You did not. (laughs) You are... An awful human being. Right? In that moment, definitely. You, you're real. <laughs> Look, when you are drunk, in a Halloween costume and you're talking to me, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> right? Let's be clear. But if they bring candy, a little forgiveness. You know what? I will eat candy with you. Right. While staring you dead in the eye and thinking you're, <laughs> you're a piece, piece of, of shit. shit. Yeah, but give me your candy. No. It's perfect. I feel like for full disclosure. Right. <laughs> I am currently cramming my face with candy (laughs) and drinking absinthe-infused gin. Yes, where which looks amazing. Everything I said, yeah, about is hypocritical. Everyone listening to this being an uninteresting piece of shit when they're drinking. (laughs) Let's see how I do. Yeah, let's see. Let's see how this goes. Let's see how it goes by the end. Yay! Because I like you. Yeah. I'm under the belief that I'm interesting, hilarious <laughs> as well. Yeah, well, I'm of course. Pretty funny. Yes, yes. Especially when I've had a couple, right? And then right now I'm only having one because it is a couple. It is. Yes. I don't play around with the way I pour. <laughs> we want to be able to taste the gin, right? Why are you drinking gin if you're not going to taste it? I don't know. Drink any... vodka if you don't want to taste it. It'll... No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't like either. Well, vodka, I don't like. Gin doesn't like me. Gin does like you. Uh, no, Juniper doesn't then. It, gin likes everybody. Well. It's just sometimes sometimes you just make it have to hurt you, baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it did. <laughs> yes. Gin is an abusive ex. That's <laughs> right. You know. That's why Becky likes it so much. Oh, mm-hmm. That and the... The English in her background. It takes a long time to walk away from an abuser. Right. That's you why know? there's a cupboard full. Yeah, you're yeah. just smarter than us because you you were like, fuck that. Fuck that. I'm <laughs> done with it. Whereas I'm like, I can't stay mad at you. Just bring me flowers. Oh, it's horrible. 
You know the boot and rally? I never rally with Jen. I just boot and boot and boot. It's horrible. I um, that's me with uh, with uh, scotch. Oh, okay. I can't. I don't drink scotch anymore. I don't drink Bacardi. Ugh, yeah. I, I you know what it is. I think, and I can't drink Weisers. Mm-hmm. It's it's past experiences. Certain, like certain qualities of booze as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. You can taste a quality of a booze where you're like, that's a problem. Right. Yeah. Right. And look, you spend a little bit more money on booze and it's not a huge amount. No. $10 more on a bottle of something, $20 more and you're laughing. Absolutely. The hangovers are not as bad. Yeah. The bullshit isn't as bad. I honestly think it's a quality difference. Oh, it absolutely has to be. You know. Yeah. I mean, cannabis is like that too. Yeah. You know, you always hear people, I can get it from a guy for 30 bucks an ounce. I'm like, wow, I'm sure he flushed it of fertilizer. <laughs> you, that's Fuck. that's a huge thing for me. Right. People are like, oh, I go to my dealer and it's fucking bad. And it's like, okay, first of all, Let's walk through this. Right. Your dealer that's now charging you $30 an ounce, what was he charging you two years ago? Exactly. It wasn't 30 bucks an ounce. No. But if he can charge you 30 now, he could always charge you 30 Well, and he can't. Even if they give me <laughs> seeds for free. You can't grow you it. You can't that. grow it for that cheap. No. no. Not at home. Maybe in the big factories. I don't know. Anyways, you're getting it for 30 bucks an ounce. It's not been tested. Well, no. And, and I actually really like... The new system where I can pick it up and read what's in it. Absolutely. And if you find anything wrong with it, there's lot numbers. You can trace it right back to the person who put the seed in the dirt. I like that. Yeah. I like the fact that it goes out to a, a third party. And with the concentrates, people are like, they're fucking expensive. And they are, especially here in the Yukon. But they don't use uh, uh, butanes and diesel fuel to make them. They use CO2. That's more expensive. Yeah. Yes. That's why it costs a little more, but you get all the flavors you want. I used to make concentrates with isopropyl. Yeah. They don't do that because they're cancer-causing, according to Health Canada. When we made it with isopropyl, there's naturalized and denaturalized. Yeah. You just have to make sure you buy the right one. Exactly. One makes you blind, one doesn't. Right. Or you use CO2, and or you just buy it at the store now. (laughs) Or you buy it at the store. Yeah. And that's the thing is like anyone that's ever made a concentrate. Yeah. That's a fuck ton of work. It is. In it terms is. of like it takes all day. It does. Well, when you're making pounds of it. Like okay. Well, could, I yeah. lived in BC. Yeah. Come on. Well, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, you could. Yay. So what do you got planned for Halloween? I have not. You know what? Nothing. I'm, you know what I love doing on Halloween? Buying a bunch of candy, turning the lights out, locking the door, and watching movies in the dark. You know, that is like 90% of my Halloweens. Yes. Since I turned 30. Right? Yeah. I you love know. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the kids don't come around much anymore. No, if everybody's at all. terrified. Everybody does parties now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to do that this year. Last year was a bit sketchy with They COVID. used to do it at the Canada Game Center. Yeah. But last year, we... Um, Got three trick-or-treaters. Right. Yeah. I think they also picked neighborhoods. Like last year, Whistlebend, or was it last year or the year before? Whistlebend got over-flooded. Like people ran out of candy. I think people go, mm, get in the car, we're all going there. You know, that's what we did when we were kids. Yeah, but see, now they can do it on cell phone. Right? Text your friends. Riverdale, that's where to go. Porter Creek. Yeah, I mean, you. the thing that we always look for... When I was a kid, was houses with the doors close together. Yeah. That was a little bit more affluent. Exactly. 
Right? Absolutely, because it's cold out when you're out there. Straight up. And yeah. you want to go and hit as many houses as you can. Yes. And like, I remember the first time somebody said to me, you know what you need for a Halloween bag is a pillowcase. Right. Have you ever tried to fill a pillowcase with candy? With candy? With little tiny candies? It is an insane amount right. of candy. We're talking about pounds, like right. heavy. Yes. I've never gotten a, a pillowcase more than a quarter full. No. <laughs> I, lo- I love that I forgot my phone. Right. And then our landline. Yeah. And very, Becky's oh. yelling, hang on. Hang on. Like, what am I going to hang on to? Becky is under a pile of wrappers. <laughs> Look, I have been sitting here for minutes. Right. And this is this is starting to already, like, I'm getting a shame pile of wrappers here. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. It is directly a shame to pile. To be fair, those candies just showed up, like, an hour before you got here. That box. Even better. Yes. I'm glad I could participate in it. Look. Um, yes. I very much like mm-hmm. Becky and I's exchange of vices. I, well, I love it. I brought right? Jen. Yeah. She brought and candy. Becky had candy. It's <laughs> brilliant. I also like that she was like, I'm going to give you candy. And I'm like, oh, I didn't think that this was a conversation. <laughs> I'm coming downstairs not to see your, your candy, candy. Right? Like, but to take it. <laughs> I I won't take a lot. No, but I'm taking some. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do a royal sampler with it because I'm curious. Exactly. And she gets stuff from all over the world. Well Kirsty does a subscription box. Is that what that is? No, she goes online and picks and chooses. Mm. Yeah. Because if there are candies she doesn't like. I know. I'm I know. Speechless. I'm sitting here in some of it. So she uh, avoids that. She learned that in her old age. Just get what you want and leave the rest. 100%. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. But also try new things. You never know. You know, I walked into one of those Cannondale stores. Speaking of things. Yeah. In uh, Vancouver, there was one on West 4th. Right. I believe. And, um... I bombed in there, and they have runts. Remember runts? Yes. Individually separated. Oh, so like different, like you can get the banana. Oh, wow. I bought a two-pound bag (laughs) of just bananas. Right. Because, I mean, like. That's the one. So why ever want it? Right. Yeah. Why miss it? Well, like Jelly Belly Beans. They got bins of separated ones. Mm -hmm. Black licorice. That's my thing. I like the popcorn ones. Oh, they're amazing. Because it's just a mind fuck, right? It's a jelly bean popcorn flavor. That tastes, it really does taste it like really popcorn. It really does. It actually tastes more like popcorn than it, some popcorn. It's buttery. Yeah. Right? It's very good. Yes. Toasted marshmallow is a thing of beauty in the jelly bellies as well. Right? Yeah. Not that jelly belly cares what I fucking <laughs> But I do. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you doing for Halloween? Other than sitting in the dark. Well, no, uh, that night we're uh, at, I think it's Polarity. We're doing a show of ghost stories. Oh, I saw that advertised. Oh, see, I haven't seen the advertised, but I'm not on. I saw it on Facebook, Instagram. Instagram. I don't go on Facebook anymore. No, me neither. I made the mistake the other day. I was talking, I was going to mention this. I made the mistake of commenting. Oh, sometimes the comments are the best part as long as your name's not on the, it. The problem is, is when I comment on stuff, Yeah, I only comment if I actually give a shit. Right. And then the people that respond 
you don't give a shit about. Or they don't really give a shit. No, because they're not. They're just trying to annoy me. Yeah. Right. And um, I hate it. I yes. get, and I get too into it. Yes. I get too mad. I actually think that maybe I will be heard. Right. Which that's a lesson in futility. Oh, it totally is. There's nothing on those platforms where anybody's being heard. No. And you're like, if you think the way that you're going to resolve a problem or fix an issue in this world is through social media. Yeah. Well, you, thanks you, for listening, Mark yeah, Zuckerberg. You just <laughs> fucked up. Right? Yes. Like, yeah. What is this glass with the oil lantern underneath it? <laughs> Oh, that's a brandy glass that was uh, Becky's grandfather's. Like a warmer. Yeah. It's black because I haven't polished it this year because <laughs> it's it's made out of silver. Hmm. And it's a real bitch to polish, so it'll probably stay that color. You know what you need is Chris Stebbing. Who, what's that? Who's that? You know Chris from the, hangs out at the shop sometimes covering oh, yeah. tattoos? Yeah. Chris uh, was complaining to me once about the cruel treatment he suffered as a child having to polish where he would be punished by polishing all the silverware oh my god there's there's some big white privilege there eh? pretty amazing <laughs> oh and you must feed the corgis <laughs> right but i was just like i bet you can polish the shit out of some silverware right i bet you're good you know? at it i bet your little fingers got right into the crevices yeah like yeah. the first time i saw a piece of tarnished silver right i just thought it was like what is this ugly thing yeah. And then my grandmother, it was at um, the Salvation Army. Okay. And my grandmother was like, oh, that's silver. Right. It's just tarnished. Right. And uh, it was very cheap. Yeah, like not $2, any, so right. I bought it. Yeah. <clears throat> and I brought it home. My grandmother uh, polished it, showed me how to polish it. Nice. And I was like, oh. And now it's nice and shiny and silvery. It's very shiny. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, looked at it, went, yeah. Perfect. Went on with my day. Right? You know what I never understood is why, like, the old dimes are made out of silver. I never yeah. see them tarnish. Well, because they have... Um, it must be a mixed metal. Yeah, I think they mix it with nickel. Okay. Now it's, like, some yeah. junk metal they make our money out of. But I think it was before 62 that you can tell they're a different color, the silvers. You, you still see pennies tarnish or well. You don't see pennies yeah. at all anymore, but they, I've seen tarnished pennies. Yeah. Because, I mean, they have enough copper. Especially if they get wet. You ever find a royal of pennies mm -hmm. outside? Mm, just a totally. big hunk of green. Yes. Totally. I love that. Yeah. Yay. I love the roll of pennies. Yes. I kept some rolls of pennies. Yeah. I mean, everyone's saying that one day they'll be worth something. No, I'm going <clears> to <throat> I'm gonna melt them down and beat the hell out of them and make something metal out of them. Nice. Yeah. Maybe. If I ever get that forge fired up well i mean uh, you know one of the things with forges is aluminum yeah it has such a low point oh yeah you don't need you don't even have to put it in there for very long no you can do it on your stove almost. exactly yes. well in fact i've melted an aluminum pan on my stove yeah yes it was a challenge but i did it <laughs> right. you know and I, I was like challenge accepted yeah let's do this little shit. pan let's see yeah, what you're up to right? what are you what uh what are you consuming i am consuming okay let's see Lemon iced tea with THC in it. What's your percentage? It's uh, 10 milligrams for the whole bottle. Do you know if it's an indica or a sativa? Mm. I think at this point when... When it's that? When, it, when they start putting it in liquids, it just it's a blend of both or who knows. Is it mellow? Oh, yeah. 
yeah, it's it, when you, I find for myself when I consume it, it's just a body relaxer. Let me, uh, let me walk you through this. <laughs> right. I, think I, I think I just saw that hit you. It, I just realized that, <laughs> that I didn't a, stir it. Oh, so you just... So I've been drinking like low-level gin and tonic. Right. And then I just drank gin. gin. <laughs> Cold. And a lot of it. And I got to tell you, it whacked me. <laughs> yeah, I think like, I saw that. that. Was, I was like, Ooh, whoa, that there was it a is. punch in the lip there. <laughs> Yes. I also like that that has actual wormwood in it. Yeah. Because we don't know what that's going to do. No. I mean, wormwood could get weird. It could. It absolutely could. We'll find out. Well, and it's it's European wormwood because it's from Scotland, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Which means it can be a hallucinogen. Yes. Yeah. Because I have some absinthe has wormwood in it. It's from BC. Mm. I don't know if the wormwood's from overseas or if it's from bc i think like the problem is is that wormwood in canada is a controlled substance is it anymore i don't know like it certainly was it definitely was and then i know it, uh, this i believe it was in Kelowna that these guys started uh making absinthe huh. as soon as it maybe the law changed i don't know i just bought it because we had a big absinthe party at the guild one year well i remember that yeah it was like a murder party it felt like it. I was the only sober one. <laughs> it was a murder mystery, yes. A mur- yeah. And everybody was high on absinthe but Jenny. So I was pouring people into cabs all fucking night. So. Funny. Yes. You're going to, like, when we're done, you're going to have to call Sarah. Right. And have her come get me. Right. Because I didn't even have my phone. Oh, absolutely. We I left the it. house in a scramble. Right. And I was just like... Talking about Benjamin, yeah, petting the cats, yes, putting my stuff away, yeah. I bought Sarah a bunch of things that I left on the counter that she totally didn't notice, <laughs> and I'm not sure how long it's going to take her to find them. Right, hilarious, nice, and um, yeah. Then I came here and now I'm eating all of these candies. candies. And the thing is, some of these I don't even know what the hell they are. Right, like this one is called a drumstick. I call them chicken bones. So this is the chicken bone. One. Yeah. Because I can never remember drumstick. Hilarious. Yeah. And uh, I mean hilarious. <laughs> right. And uh, what uh, what am I about to tie into here? What what am I getting into? I have no idea. I think the gin. <laughs> oh, that's that'll gonna, that'll that, pull your teeth out. Yeah, that's gonna taste different. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, just gonna <laughs> looking to go right into it. Right. Yes. If you have a loose filling. You will find it now. Okay. <laughs> it's like a Laffy Taffy, but thicker. <laughs> it's really, it's really thick. Yes. I have a, a temporary crown. Oh, no. On the left side. <laughs> We're going to find Oh, so you chew it on the right. Because you don't want to see how temporary it is. <laughs> Colin was very clear with me. Right. To not fuck around with it. To not fuck around <laughs> and to not eat anything... Like this? Exactly like what I'm eating. <laughs> oh, he is... I know he's a dentist, but he has a bigger sweet tooth than his big sister. Which is saying a lot. Right? Yeah, like he would be down there. That box would be empty. Yeah. Wow. Yes. He also told me that the temporary crown he's putting in... Right. ...would only last for a few weeks. Yeah. But when they made my appointment, they only made one. Right. 
So whoever was making the appointments that day made a mistake. Right. So maybe two mm -hmm. at the time they didn't. Right. And I walked out and said, I didn't say anything to Colin. Right. Walked out and said, hey, I think you guys were supposed to make me two appointments when you booked me for this crown. Right. And she's like, they didn't make you two appointments? And I was like, no. So then it became a problem. Yeah. Because he's they're like, booked. He's booked till January. Yeah. And they're like, can you come in January? I'm like, well. I can't not come in. I was like, according to Colin. Yeah. The crown in my mouth has a two-week lifespan. Right. So, sure, but uh, it's September. Right. So, maybe maybe you need to check that. I don't know. And uh, so, they're getting me next week. Good. Good. But, um, but even that, Colin was like, right. you, you know he wasn't pleased. Oh, yeah. Because somebody screwed up, right? But, I mean, I was just like, whatever, dude. Oh, absolutely. Although, I do know that uh, a lot of Colin's temporary work... Is still in people's faces. Let me tell you right now. Yeah. Colin has done some stuff with me that he said was temporary. Yeah. That you'll die with. I yeah. will die with it. <laughs> I have a whole tooth that he rebuilt from the ground up. Yeah. On uh, the right side. Yeah. That I was just chewing toffee on. Right. Right. I mean, like, yeah. that thing is bulletproof. Right. Yeah. It's harder than my other teeth. Yeah. You know, it's yes. bulletproof. And I mean, and I've had it for three years. Exactly. And every time I go in, they, it's been x-rayed, it's been checked, it's been yeah. examined, my cleaners examined it, et cetera, et cetera. That thing is fine. Yes. The only reason they haven't replaced it right. is because it doesn't need to be replaced. Exactly. Like it's built so well. Yeah. He even beveled it and shaped it so it chews nice. Yeah. No, he's good at what he he's, does. He's a good dentist. Yeah. I appreciate you getting me in there. Absolutely. That was all Becky. Well, it was I, the, the power of Becky's name. I incited the name of Becky, and they were <laughs> right. just like, yeah. like, oh, if Becky says so. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I, we, I would love that you told her after. <laughs> well, I said I was, hey, I'd like to book an appointment with Colin. Well, and she's like, oh, no, he's not taking new clients. I'm sorry, he has to take new clients. <laughs> and I was just like, Becky told me you would say that, and that I should tell you <laughs> that she said that you should get me in. <laughs> Boom, in. And then she was like, oh, Becky said so. Okay, yes. yeah. No, how about next Thursday? <laughs> right. And I was just like, that sounds right? lovely. Yes. Yeah, but I did. I completely was like, but Becky said. Nice. Okay. Well, that's a guy. That's a guy that's going to be busy in two weeks yeah. after Halloween. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of films coming out. Right. If he wasn't my dentist. Right. I would have lost a film tonight. Oh, more than fucking likely. Yay. All right. All right. I wasn't I wasn't kidding around with, with Becky. No, I, I don't know if she can help you finish it. I've had a bit of a week. She's a lightweight. Yeah, that's even better. Right. Look, so, she's probably passed out. Well, she puts you in the head and ounce. Exactly. But it goes... It, it's it, like having four ounces with look, the diabetes. Le, yeah, let me tell you right now. <laughs> yes. That, that last drink hit me like a ton of bricks. Right. No, I think I actually saw. Like, yeah. The moment you went, whoo, yeah, <laughs> your eyes like went, ton of ding. It's only 45% though. Only. Yeah. It's not that bad. Yeah, but I think the wormwood and what else is in there? Lotus flower or something? Yeah, blue lotus. Magic potions. Wormwood, yeah. It's just like this. Eye is. of Newt. <laughs> oh my God, I, I actually just, in it, I just like belched involuntarily. <laughs> this is 
This is where this is going. This, oh, nice. How was that in your ears? That is beautiful. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the tonic, everybody. It is. Ooh, it's diet though. So there you go. You know what? This diet tonic isn't bad. No. Like for those of you out there that are drinking when you shouldn't right. because of sugar-based illness. Right. Do you want ice? Mm. I mean, it might. Mm, mm. <laughs> okay. That's how that's going to that's go. How, that's, that's how that's going to That's go. a half and halfer. Nice. <clears throat> I made the mistake of not stirring that thing last time, and it caused a real problem. But fortunately, I got this snap crackle here, which is... Oh, that's, perfect for stirring. It's the thing. That's what needs to happen right there. <laughs> nice. Really I don't even know what this is. <laughs> it's more taffy, yeah, I it's, think. It's going to live right there, there for a minute. For a bit. Yes. Yeah. I don't know, man, but like I got into... A deep funk. funk. Right. For the end of September and a largely chunk of October. It yeah. has been funky. Well, the weather just went. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. like, it's not bad, though, because, like, it's super introspective. Right. And it, Yeah. And sometimes in a good way. Like, I was leaving the house this morning. And I was just being, like, the debbiest of downers. Right. You know, like deep downer right where i had this whole thing go through my head where i was like the only person that went through the same childhood and experiences i went through is dead right the only person that could possibly understand the body of experience i've had is no longer is here. no longer here yeah i am totally alone yeah that's a head that's a deep hole the bottom the 50-50 tonic to gin? Yeah. That's the magic. That's the magic? That's the magic. So. That's when the witch's brew works. <laughs> it actually, like, looks witchy. It does. With a little eyeball on it and stuff? Yes. Orbium. Or Orbium. Yeah. That's that's uh, Latin for eye of newt. I think so. <laughs> yes. But then I was, so so I was Debbie Downering and I was hitting yeah. this thing and then I went, okay, now Bushnell. Every single person in the world experiences these things differently. Right. Even somebody that was standing right behind oh. you during an experience had a different experience. That is absolutely fucking true. There is not a fucking person in this world that understands your experience. No. Each, every single one of us is entirely alone. Well, yeah, in our experiences. Absolutely. Yeah. And here's the thing. Thank fucking God, because if we weren't, we would all be entirely boring to each other. Uh, yeah. If you had somebody standing next to you that, like... You'd had exactly the same experiences. You'd experienced them the same way. You felt exactly the same. Right. What are you going to talk about? Exactly. Well, even my brother and I, or my cousin and I, who, yeah. like, Kathy and I have been, like, growing up around each other since day one. Yeah. Um, and Elliot, who's, you know, he's younger than me, but there are lots of our lives that we were together. We remember different things. This shit's weird. Right. Is it? It's hitting me in the front. I'm okay. getting it in the front. Well, in the frontal low. It's a little foggy up there. <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> Where am I going? <laughs> You're talking no, about Kathy. Yeah, no, like there are things that have happened and she remembers some of it and I remember it differently. Even the same, even the same yeah. event. 
That's I was said this to somebody the other day. It makes me wonder how how our memories actually totally how accurate they are. They are not accurate. They are totally not. Your accurate. memory is bullshit. Yeah. And I'll tell you something about this too, right? Which is like when we get into these concepts where people are like, "I just love the truth." I'm all about truth. And it's like, okay. Okay. Your truth or the actual truth? Bang. Yeah. There is no actual truth. There has to be. There isn't. That's what Mm. video cameras show. Not at all. Why? Because like a video camera shows you an event. Yes. The way that event was experienced is entirely different from everybody that experiences it. But what actually physically happened, it can show the truth. How people react or respond to it. Kind of. No. But it like... Let's look at circumstances where we've seen a video camera thing of somebody being horribly assaulted. Right. Right? Yes. And then it's like, oh my God, this person was horribly assaulted. And then they find another video camera. Right. From up the street. That showed that they were the the starter of it. That showed that they were horribly assaulting an old woman. Right. And somebody chased them down and assaulted them. Yes. So is that the truth? Well, with both, it's, it is. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's the thing. It's like, even when we look at something and go, was this person horribly assaulted? Right. Yes. Yes. Fact. But why? The camera can't say why. That's the whole... And the other camera needed to. The other camera needed to. But also, too, right? Like, we don't understand the history of things. We don't know where how it got there. We don't know what it's about. And, and I just think that, like, when we're talking about the truth, we have to take that with a grain of salt. Absolutely. Because someone's truth is their experience of an event. Okay. But two people experiencing the same event will tell you two different stories. Absolutely. Right? There might be some There will be some similarities. Yeah. But they'll also be different. Who's lying? I don't think anybody's lying. Right? Right? They're just seeing it different. They're both telling the truth, though. They're telling the... So, is there a difference between truth and fact? Totally. There has to be, right? Totally. Two plus two... Equals four is a fact. Right? But there'll be many, many people that you know that will fight you on that. Yeah, those are crazy people. Yeah. yeah. It's true. that we, But we know them. <laughs> well, like flat earthers. <clears throat> Get a goddamn grip. The ones that are still alive. <laughs> yeah, the new flat earthers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck? Because you've never been in a plane? You can't see the curvature? What about creationists? Well, Yeah. I mean, I, I think the stem of all our issues on the planet is due to religion. Mm. Okay. But we've been there. We've gone through that. Let me swing this cat. Okay. Run, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is not a new concept. No. I thought about this the other day. I'm not quoting anybody on it. Right. I came to it on my own. Right. I'm 100% sure someone else has said this. Okay. So, now, one of the main tenets of all religions is patriarchy. Yes. Buddhism, uh, Islam, Christianity, patriarchy. Everybody. They're all about supporting the patriarchy. They're all about pushing forward a male agenda. Yes. End sentence. Anybody that wants to debate that, stop. Don't write me. Right. Read some books. You'll see that I'm correct. Yeah. It is not a, this is not up for debate. No, it's just a fact. And it's it's a, still it, it is a fact. Yeah. yeah. So. Back being, to me blaming uh, white women for allowing it to happen. 
<laughs> all of those, all of those um, religions also have tenets in them about marriage and procreation. Yes. One of the main reasons that people push back, religious people push back against gay marriage, right, is they won't support any marriage that doesn't involve procreation. Procreation. But I here's the thing: if you actually read the Torah, the Bible, especially the Bible, it says in the Bible any sexual act that does not create another life is sinful. Mm -hmm. So every time you fuck. And don't get pregnant, you've sinned. Right. So here's the thing. But that's why Michael... So straight people are sinners too. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh. Married ones. Michael Dave got into trouble. Right. Because he married two people with MS. Yeah, I know who, the... Yeah, I knew, knew the couple. Yeah, who yeah. were incapable of having children. Yeah. And by the Catholic Church, the Catholic Church told him he was not allowed to marry them. Right. He did anyway. Of course he did. So... But my point of this was... Yes. So when people say shit, lots of people scream smash the patriarchy. Right. But then do absolutely nothing. Well, yeah. Like we, we've said this before. What do you replace it with? Well, and also too, what, like, how are you smashing the patriarchy? You only smash the patriarchy and then... Yeah, and then buy and their then shit online yeah, or... What are you doing? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, saying smash the patriarchy and doing that, like... Yeah. Absolutely nothing about it is what we call lip service. It's yes. bullshit, right? Yes. So, but I started thinking about it. And I was like, hold on. So, one of the main agendas of the church is procreation. Yes. The reason the agenda is procreation is because... Then they're going to have more more religious people. More money as well. well. Yeah, that brings it... Yeah. It's a tenant of capitalism. I know. It's a tenant of consumerism. It's like the church makes money based on their parishioners on and on. Absolutely. So the way that we keep the patriarchy moving forward, part of it is through procreation. Like we breed more consumers. We breed more yeah. taxable people. Yeah. We breed more people that will throw money into the church coffers. Right. And, um, and whatever church you're talking about. Right. You know? Because I mean, like the next time you see the Dalai Lama, who's somebody that's supposed to take an... A, a vow of poverty, right? Sleeping in the in the presidential suite, right? Of any hotel he's in, yeah. And golfing with Donald Trump, right? What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Let's back that up. You know, but so that means that if you every single time you have sex without the intention of procreation, no, without the actual. Procreation happening. You're actually fighting the patriarchy. Exactly. That is fighting the patriarchy. Yes. Every act of safe sex is an act of resistance. Every act of gay sex is an act of resistance. Yes. Every act of sex where you are intentionally right. avoiding procreation, right. you are fighting the patriarchy. Every time we fuck, that's an act of resistance. Uh, yeah. So patriarchy and patriot... Are they one and the same? No. No. Totally different. Okay. You can be a patriot without supporting the patriarchy. Okay. Because it does that's a gray area for some people. Yeah, right. that's fucked up. Yeah. Just just read a dictionary. Thank you. No, I mean like No, I mean because one to say to be a patriot you gotta be this kind of a person. That's bullshit. Yeah. What what I'm saying is, um, if you're far right wing, you can continue to masturbate. You're not actually fighting the patriots. You know? Yeah. The crazy thing is, 
is people have ruined the word patriot. I know. Right? Being a patriot used to not be negative. No. And it never meant something against others. No. Patriots were about support. Right. You supported other your other countrymen. Yeah. You it wasn't fuck you guys, we're the best. We're number one bullshit. That's little gasoline right there. <laughs> See, it looks like water to me. I'm like, he's just chugging that water. Sweet God. <laughs> Sweet just... God. That was that one caught you pretty. That good. one caught me in the eyeball. <laughs> oh, yeah. I felt that. Hit. Nice. Like, that was. Ooh, everybody, bear with me. Absolutely. I don't know why I went back for another one there. I don't know because because why not, right? I'll tell you why right now. Okay. Listen to my voice. <laughs> it's it's sultrier. It's what deep. just happened Fuck. to my voice, Jenny? Right. That that has gotten some flavor to it, now. right? We should always record while I drink gin. <laughs> this is why gin, that's, this is why they say it's panty remover. Right, it Look is. At, listen, if yeah. I phoned Sarah up right now <laughs> and laid, laid a bit of this on her, she'd be like, what happened to your voice? What happened to your voice? I was like, I drank too much gin and it punched me in the eye. <laughs> that's what happened to my voice. Right. The it's gin awesome. punched me in the eye and throat simultaneously. <laughs> nice. And I'm all right with it, yes. Oh, I'm very good with it. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm shaking it off. Nice. Nice. Um, but yeah, I was like, you know what? You can fight the patriarchy. You can do things. Yeah, you can. You Just by resisting can. the status quo. Man. Yeah, and I, you know, and that's a big kick in the wallet. I've always said you can have your opinions if you want to make change. Kick people in the wallet. It's the only thing people care about. Yeah, it's the only, any of them. Even me. You're going to hurt me financially? I'm going to fucking take notice. Of course. Yeah. Because so I got bills. Right? Yeah. I got to pay bills. Yes. Okay. I have a propane furnace. Okay. Now, the company in town here. Yes. One of the three, two? I don't know. I think we have at least two. There's two for sure. Yeah. The company I do business with, the propane tank in my yard is one of those big ass ones. Right. Like a big old pigs. Yeah. Huge one. Yeah. Got their name stamped right on the side of it. Yeah. I paid them rent for it. Yeah. I was worried about it the other day. I thought something was wrong with it. Okay. Phoned up and I'm like, hey, I think something wrong with this tank. Right. And the secretary goes, so call a gas fitter. No, it's their property. It's their responsibility. Thank you. That was exactly what I said. I was like. Not my tank. I was like, this is my tank. It's your tank. Yeah. I rent it from you. Yeah. She's like, well, we're going to have to call a gas fitter then. I'm like, great. You do yeah, whatever you, you do need whatever to do. You want. But if anything happens to my house yeah. because of the propane I'll sue you. tank, I yeah, will own I will company. sue you. Yeah. Right? Like, but I didn't say that. But I mean, I was no. just like, this is your fucking tank. I know, right? right? Like, she didn't even hesitate. She's I like, know. call a gas fitter. Like, we'll and literally gave me that kind of like, why is that my problem? Fuck you. Could you put me on with somebody who has a fucking clue, lady? I was pissed. I was yeah. like... I was like, this tank is your property. I rent it from you. Yeah. I am not going to be the one that outsources someone to come and look at it. Not in this fucking town. No way. Because then if I have someone work on your property without your permission, yeah. then I'm fucking up. Exactly. And then they can fucking... Then you could take my house, right? Well, like, they, you could, they can take your tank away and say so you're sure. no longer a client. For sure. And I was just like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Like, just immediately ignorant. Oh, 
having a bad day, ma'am? Stay home. Stay the fuck home. Yep. Yeah. But seriously, I was just like, what the fuck? Right. I know. I know. I, I thought it was very rude. It is rude. And wrong. She obviously it's, didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. Well, I know exactly who it was because I've seen her there before and she's worked there for years. Yeah. She's, you know, in her 60s, pushing towards 70. Right. So retire, ma'am. She's been there forever. Yeah. She's rude. Yes. I was like, look, sorry you don't like your job. Yeah. Don't, don't take make it. it my fucking problem. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Thanks. <laughs> you know? Yes. People always say to me, too, they're like, oh, you're lucky because you like your job. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it was luck? Yeah. Not hard fucking work. Not, yeah. You and know, life like, decisions? You don't like your job? Quit. Well, I can't quit. And I'm like, yeah, you can. You totally You don't can. want to quit. There's clearly enough reason for you to stay. Right. Because you're telling me you can't quit. But re- what you're really saying is that the benefit of working there is still worth it enough to you that you won't quit. Exactly. Right, yeah. because it hasn't. And that's tipped. fair. And that's it hasn't fair, tipped, for sure. But then shut the fuck up. Yeah, but don't get in my face. Don't get in my face and tell me I'm lucky. Right. It's like, oh yeah, I didn't go to school and work my ass off and put in a bunch of time. Right. It's like, fuck off, come on, man. For me, I work at that pod store, and he's like, oh, it must be nice to work here all day. Is it? Is it? We got to deal yeah, with customer people like you. Is bullshit. It's bullshit. Every Who, time you work, customer service is bullshit. And then we always get that old white guy, old white guy. Oh, you guys must be baked all the time. Uh, no, I don't go to work drunk either. Like, this is, what the fuck? Yeah, people in the liquor store are drunk all the time? Right, eat shit. Get a fucking grip, man. get out. How many fat people do you see working in restaurants? Well, I only trust fat chefs. (laughs) Not many, though. No. You don't fit well. No, I know. Run in between tables if you're a fatty. Yeah, it's tough. As a fatty. As as the person they're serving. (laughs) As a fatty they're serving. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, no, exactly. Yes. You don't work in a restaurant and just eat all day. No. You run all day. Exactly. Yes. Yay. Fundamental misunderstanding of what people do. Exactly. Old white guy bullshit. Yes. Well, I I say old white guy. It's usually those guys. Yeah. A lot of the old white guys, though, to be fair, good tippers, nice people. And weirdly, usually from California. It's because the weed up here is cheaper than there. Which blows my mind. What's interesting is we used to be able to say that the weed in BC was better. Right. We can't say that anymore because now we know. Well, you know what I don't like is the the young folks coming up from BC, uh, coming into, it's a legal store, any retail store, and yeah. bitching about the product. Half of it's from BC. Not only that. But, and, or the prices. Exactly. You just drove off a fucking highway. Also, too, I've bought pot in BC. Yeah. Bullshit. It's not much better. It's, it's no better. Yeah. It's no better. You can pick up the product package. Yeah. And read what's in it. Exactly. It's not better. You can tell. You can read it on the fucking label. Is it cheaper down there? Yeah. No. Well, it is in some dispensaries, not yeah, when, the gray when market. You're still buying weed that you have no idea what's fucking exactly. in it. Exactly. Yeah. Because it is gray market. Right. Right. And it's or like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But don't stand in my store and tell me all oh, this bullshit. Just buy your shit and get out. Or don't buy anything and just get the fuck out. And the nice thing is, is it's 19 and over, and I can, I will say it to some. Let's go. Yeah. If you don't like it, go buy from your guy again. Yeah. Go buy online. Go somewhere else. I don't know shit. We didn't ask you to come in. No. No. Right. And we're definitely not asking you to hang out. <laughs> mm. <laughs> 
So yeah, be nice to fucking retail people. Period. The job is shit. It pays shit. And you want stuff, they're the ones that are going to get it for you. Yeah, and you're, the job is shit. It pays shit. And you know you're a dick. Yeah. You know you're a jerk. Right. Don't pick on people. Don't pick on people. Yeah. I will say the majority of people we get are awesome, though. And they're happier when they leave. Yay, better well, nights. You know, I'm enjoying the legal pot. Oh, me too. I got a government job for a while because of it. And now I have another one. Yeah. And I mean, pot used to be free for me. Right. I still enjoy the government store, even though I have to pay now. Right. I don't mind. No, I don't mind either. It's like a candy store for grown-ups. Mm -hmm. Which is bad for me because I'm like a fat kid. <laughs> I am the fat kid in that store. Mm -hmm. I don't have to eat it all, but I just want... Oh, that's new. Ooh, new oh, and yeah. shiny. That's why I don't work in a brothel. Right. <laughs> me neither. Not anymore. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> yes, the dental was horrible. <laughs> the dental was terrible. <laughs> yes, the coverage. Ugh. Oh, my goodness. Right? There's a slight... Bitterness, right? To this gin. Okay. I think it's the wormwood. I was gonna say it's probably the wormwood. Yeah. yeah, it'll be sappy. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I didn't notice it until you did. But I well until I ate a pile of candy. <laughs> you, until you went the opposite of bitter. Yeah. So then I suddenly I have all this sweetness in my mouth, and I'm like, oh, you that really brings out the bitter notes. Right. I really enjoy the way it's really accenting the bitterness. <laughs> In both my spirit, right, and, and your this gin, and the gluten, yes, nice. I am goon. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's real. It is. It just got real. Nice. How far are we into this podcast? Uh, about fifty minutes. <laughs> so maybe we'll wrap this one up. I guess I should have timed. I just, and about, I just about hacked my gin up there. All right. Oh, hold on! I'm going to do that into the mic. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, do you think because I'm gooned I'm stopping? No. No, <laughs> the night's still here. <laughs> All right, I'm going to wrap this one up. Wrap it. Goodbye, people. I don't know what we talked about. I, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I hope I became more interesting as I went. He might have proved himself right at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it for this episode. We hope you had fun and maybe even learned something. The Horse is brought to you by Molotov and Brick Tattoos and J.L. Hamilton Productions. Until next time, remember to be kind to yourself and to others. This was a Brain Freeze podcast.